guys, it's Mariah from Saving Our Women Inc. podcast titled Doing Life with God. So I just wanted to get on here to introduce our new episode. This episode is titled Reassure Your Yes. Yes. Reassure Your Yes. So this episode, just give you a brief description. This episode is just basically going through the process after you say yes to God's calling over your life. After you say yes to your purpose, yes to his will. You know, we go through these particular processes of basically us just... Sometimes it's being stagnant. We feel stagnant. We feel that we're not moving. We're kind of blinded in a sense. And we don't know where our next direction is coming from because God is not going to give you everything completely and whole. Sometimes he gives it to you by piece, by piece, by piece. Um, And of course, you go through every emotion. And sometimes you kind of drift away because at times you don't feel qualified. Because during that process, what happens is that we start to realize the big responsibility of our purpose, of our calling. Hey guys, this is Mariah with Saving Our Women Inc. podcast called Doing Life with God. So I'm just going to go ahead and get straight into the episode. Um, So I just want to give you guys the verse first so you can probably write that down. So the verse is going to be Philippians 2 verses 1 through 17 NIV version. And I just want to go ahead and get straight into the verse really quickly. I was going to give a backstory on, you know, how, how everything started, how I got the, you know, session or episode. Um, I'm just going to go get straight to the verse. Um, so what the verse says, again, we're Philippians 2, 1 through 17, NIV version or whatever version you're reading. It says, therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in the spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete. God says, basically, this is how you could please me by being like minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and one of mine. This is how you can please me by actually doing the things that I do for you. Um, It says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain consent. It says, rather in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. God says, stop always trying to worry about yourself. Like people think that it's a, I feel like it's a balance. I think that it definitely is a balance. You have to know when to put yourself first. Um, You know, if you do not know the word or not even just not knowing the word, if you don't have the Holy Spirit when you read the word, you would feel that it's very um, contradicting, but it's not. Because what it's doing is providing balance. You have to know when to... Not even put yourself first. I'm not even going to say that because there's nowhere in the Bible that says that. Because God never puts himself first. But I'm going to say that you have to know when to have a, a balance of when to put others before, you know, all things. Or, you know, you have to have a balance of all of those things. Um, But God is basically just saying that, you know, stop trying to always get something out of something. Because you have to understand that God is is your provider. So, I feel like the people that are so hungry, so hungry to hustle, they have to be connected with, with anybody that's giving them something, that's offering them something. It's like a tit for tat. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. That's no, that's not a good form of a relationship. One, 
God says, you have to know that I'm your provider. So that means I am providing for you, not the people that you're connected to. God says, so stop worrying about what you can get out of something, right? Stop worrying about what you can get out of something and just worry about others for a change. Guys, and then um, we're at verse five. It says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. It says, who being in very nature, God. It says, did not, basically talk, still talking about Jesus. It says, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing. He made himself nothing. It says, by taking the very nature of a servant. I mean, he served, he served, he, he didn't look for anything to gain. He just served and he trusts God through every step, step of the way that he provided, whether it was food, whether, whatever, whatever it was, it says being made in human likeness, right? It says, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death. <clears throat> it says even death on a cross. It says, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. It says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and and under the earth. It says, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Right. I'm sorry. I'm messing up. So it says to the glory of God, the father. Um, and then the second part here, the second part is titled do everything without grumbling. And God was giving me this verse. So I'm going to start right there. I'm going to stop at verse 11. I'm going to start back at verse 12. I'm just going to start right there and give you guys the back story really quickly. Um, so this throughout this week, I've been like kind of slacking on my relationship and my slacking may be different from somebody else's slacking, right? Everybody has their own, but it, we're, Wherever you are in your relationship with God, anytime that you digress from talking to God, how, however many days or hours you do, um, God was, to me, that's lacking. And God, I, I was just like, like this morning, I'm like, okay, what's going on? Because I've been on my phone more than lately, like so much more, especially during this week, like hours and hours. And it felt uncontrollable. It's real sad. Um, but it's true. <laughs> so during this week I was just speaking to me he was like okay Mariah I need you to tap in I need you to tap in to me because we got to talk about stuff I need you I need to give you a word like I'm like okay God I got you like and I've been just missing the mark messing up and just automatically just catching myself being distracted by other stuff and this morning it got to a point where it was just so heavy on me I'm like okay I have to worship like I had an urge to worship this morning even though I was on my phone for a long time I said okay we got to put this phone down we gotta you gonna have to take control back like put that phone up like literally and I'm just like okay it was just so heavy so I just began to worship and pray and God was just showing me like what was holding me back from actually tapping into the spirit and actually, you know, just praying. And he was just like, you feel unworthiness. And I'm just like, which I have noticed that before and I acknowledged that, but I haven't really went in deep into it. And he was like, you feel like that you're not qualified, you know, for the responsibilities that I'm giving you for the things that I'm calling you to. He was like, you feel unworthy to have these blessings because honestly really truly and i said this before that god his idea his plans for us are way bigger than our own and i think that when we begin to have a taste of what his plans are to just just have a peek at what he's planning for us and i think that 
con it kind of make us afraid of just a little bit and kind of pushes us back but that's the whole time where we need to lean in more and more and more and more and more and he was just letting me know he said you don't have to feel unworthiness he said you don't have to feel that he said i sent my son jesus to die on on a cross for your worthiness for your forgiveness God says, you're, you're worthy. God says, I already forgave you before you were even created. Before you were even born, I forgave all of your sins. What? So what does that make you? It makes you worthy. It makes you set apart. And um, God was just letting me know. He was like, I have things to do in you and to do for you. So, so you can bring people out. Just bring not even the people that are connected to you. But God was just like, I'm, I'm calling you to nations. Like, literally, I'm calling you to nations. Like, this podcast is touching people. Literally, y'all, I haven't even spoke about it, but it's in different countries. Like, I can see most of the analytics and just, like, the numbers. It's just, like, it, it seems small, but they're really not small. Like, I was just, like, you're touching people in Pakistan, in Brazil. Like, literally, like, it's, it's crazy. And I was just letting me know. He was, like, this is a real thing. He's, like, I'm calling you to nations, literally. So, like, I need you to be connected to me i need you to be one with me you know so we can have so we can one be on the same page we can be i can be there with you when you feel like you're you're unworthy and, and then you can be sensitive to me to hear me and to be obedient and just all those things so god so this is how i came to this bible verse and i'm just like he, he just had me come to my desk so i'm coming to my desk and he just like write so i just begin to write um i'm just going to get into where i wrote in a second i'm going to go back to the actual verse so we're going to be at verse 12. <clears throat> so it says, therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And I stopped there. For, I'm going to stop there for a second at verse 12. And I was just like, God, what do you mean by... um? Basically, it says continue to work out your salvation, like you know, you your relationship with God, pretty much your salvation of being saved. You know, and it says continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I'm like, what does that mean? And then, so I begin to read the verse under it, which is verse 13. It says, for it is God who works in you to to will and to act in order to fulfill His good purpose. Again, I'm going to repeat that. So it says continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I'm going to stop right there. So I was like, okay, God, like, what does this mean to you? And for me, God was showing me, he says, um, he said, I'm saying, he says, this is what I'm saying, Mariah. He says, don't be afraid to expose your weaknesses because in your weaknesses, my strength is made strong. In your weaknesses, my, my strength makes your weaknesses stronger. This is my glory begins to reign and, and shine in your weaknesses. He says, so what I'm saying is that continue to work out your salvation and your fear and trembling. He says, don't be afraid to say that you're scared. Don't be afraid to expose those things because that's, that's the, the part, that's the area where I can heal. Right? So then it says, for it is God who works. Hmm? in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose so another thing i was talking about a second ago we have to understand even the things that we feel like feel like that we have control over we really don't because it's god's power he gives us the power he gives us the 
the wisdom. He gives us the knowledge to do what we do. And then on verse 14, it says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. It says, so that you may become blameless and pure and pure children of God without fault in a warped, warped and crooked crooked generation so i'm going to repeat that i think i missed that part so it says do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of god without fault in a warped and crooked generation Mm. it says do everything without grumbling and arguing so in the generation that we live in right in order to be set apart you don't have to of course, you know, people, go, we're going to complain about certain things. And I think that's the difference, complaining and addressing how you feel. Or not even just how you feel. Yeah, addressing how you feel in that situation. It's a time for everything. And you have to understand that arguing or grumbling is not the same as addressing your feelings. Um, and I think that just uh, just to get off track for a second, um, I'm learning to take a deep breath and a pause. Trying to, well, I'm tr- I'm definitely doing it. I don't care what nobody, I'm doing it. <laughs> and learning to take a deep pr- breath and a pause and to separate m- me complaining from me actually addressing, okay, this is how I feel. And I think that it's definitely hard, especially depending on who you're doing it with, um, whether it's a parent, whether it's, you know, your children, whether, you know, just whoever. Um, but yeah, and what God is basically saying in this situation, it says that, you you don't have to you don't have to just guys just do it in peace you know address your situation or address your concerns that's exactly what i was missing yes address your concerns in peace you don't have to do you don't have to complain you don't have to argue something to argue about really how you gonna argue about how you gonna argue with somebody that doesn't not or how you gonna argue with somebody that's not even trying to understand or empathize or sympathize with your concerns no point of arguing let's move on right and this crooked generation right it says then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life and then i will be able to boast on the day of christ that i did not run or labor in vain Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, that's just a whole word. Basically, God, well, Jesus is saying, I didn't die on the cross for no reason, right? I didn't die on the cross for nothing random, right? Basically, what God is saying, like, I need the things that I show you, I need you to show others. You don't have to be me to do what I do. Because God says, I already gave you the grace and mercy to even do what I do. I didn't say God says I didn't say it was gonna be easy. I didn't say that once you mess up that you are not qualified anymore. God says I didn't say if you said the wrong thing that it just still doesn't make you qualified. That's not it. God says you you just keep at it, keep at it. God says you you do it, basically doing it with love. God says mm, that's good. I want to repeat that. It says as you hold firmly to the word of life, and then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain god says but even if i am being poured out like a drink offering on the sacrifice and service coming from your faith i am glad and rejoice with all of you so you too should be glad and rejoice with me it was just definitely a word and again i'm going to give you the bible verse again just i'm not for sure what if you guys missed something um but it was philippians 2 1 through 17 niv version um, but this is what I wrote down. So as I begin to feel those feelings today, just like, oh my God, like that's the whole, like that's why I have not been tapping in the way that I tap 
usually tap in um this week it's been like a zombie almost like no for real for real and god was just like i'm reassuring your yes i'm letting you know why you said yes I'm, i'm reassuring why you say yes i'm reassuring the process i'm reassuring your faith i'm re i'm reassuring all of that to let you know like you you worthy like you got this you got it girl just keep going you got it and what god was giving me when i started writing i'm just like as as a child of god i have been feeling stuck and this is just like a part of my journal so i'm sure it's i'm a little personal with y'all like not too personal but personal but it says as a child of god i have been feeling stuck when I honestly know I don't have to be stuck. Ain't that's a thing? That's a whole word in itself. Because a lot of times that we be feeling stagnant when you really don't have to be stagnant. All you have to do is just tap in. Tap into the spirit. Tap into God. So he can let you know what your next plans are. And you don't move until he say move. Because if you act on it, it's still disobedience. I mean, I'm just being honest. It's true. It's true. I've been there before. Where I, we didn't hear God and we still moved on something. It's still, yeah, still made your choice, still made your decision, but that's okay. Cause that's what God, you know, God forgave us. But anyway, it says, I have been feeling stuck when I, when I honestly know I don't have to be stuck. Right. Tapping in. It says, God is wanting more for me, wanting more from me. It says, so he can give me more abundance of peace, of joy, of wisdom, of knowledge and liberty. To get those things, you have to be pressed. You have to be buffed before you shine to get those things. And God is saying, I'm I'm asking more of you. I'm asking you. And I'm not even, he's not even asking for so much more of labor. He just wants us to actually just sit and talk with him and sit and pray. And just sit and read his word. God says, he says, I'm doing a new thing in you. I am, I am beginning to. Oh, I read. I like writing cursive, so that's hard. Okay, yeah. So I am beginning to truly witness the change. That's something I was saying to myself. Like I, I really am beginning to see the change in my life, literally. And I said, I'm. I feel like I am at a point where I am questioning myself at this point. Who are you? Who are you to think you are worthy of all of all the things God has for you? God is reassuring me that I am sent. No, I'm sorry. That God is reassuring me that I sent my son Jesus to sacrifice himself to sacrifice himself for you, for your worthiness, to forgive you all of your sins. He says, Mariah, I am calling you to nations. Things are going to shift. Things are going to change. Things are going to grow beyond what you can even imagine just for you being obedient. God says, what what are you going to encounter I'm sorry. So God was just letting me know. He's like, whatever you're going to encounter, I have already qualified you for. I have qualified you to have power to triumph. I have I gave you dominion to triumph over every trial, over every season of your life. No matter the season that you're in, you're going to win. You already you already have the victory. You have to claim it because God already gave us the victory over life and death. Right. So I'm just going to go ahead and close this episode here. And again, this episode was how to reassuring your yes. So for the for those of you that already have said yes to God's will and to God's plan, if you're in this season like I am of your yes, of your calling, of your purpose, just make sure just to tap in with God to reassure to reassure your yes. 
it's just so important for the people that haven't said yes yet. You need to say yes, you know. But no, literally, yes, like for the people that haven't said yes to their calling, no matter the age, make sure that you are seeking God and just say yes. Even I didn't even know what I was saying yes to, literally, because I I remember the the exact day I literally said yes. I don't remember the date, but I remember the day that it happened. Um, just quick backstory: I was at church one day, and I don't even. I'm trying to think exactly like what happened, but I just remember I just had my hands up, and literally like I don't know who was praying for me or who had prayed for me or who had been praying for me, or if it was just God time. Period. It just was like a a wind that like came over me and I just began to like drop to my knees and I was just like literally crawling 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 on my um knees just to the altar and I just begin to stretch my arms out just just begin to say yes God yes God yes God yes that's all I kept saying just like yes I didn't even know what I was saying yes to and I think that's that's definitely the part of having faith because something that you can't see what you're saying yes to you can't see it you don't know what's coming you don't know what's coming with that yes but you have to know you have to have faith that God is going to have you even through the times where you say yes and even through the process of your yes you don't know what's coming you don't know what's next he'll give you one he'll give you an idea he'll give you a vision that you'll act on and then once you act on it it's like okay god what's next and he gives you little details and instructions of where to go how to move and it's not going to be normal it's not going to be the same as everybody else's moves and their patterns and whatever industry that he called you to whatever he called you to do or to be is not going to be like everybody else and it and it's going to feel as if you are doing nothing. It's going to feel like as if you're not doing enough. But I am calling. I am telling you that you're in the right place where God has you. You're in the right spot where He can use you. You're in the right spot where He can show His glory. That so He can get a glory out of the story, not man, not the people that you're connected with, not the people that employ you, not the people that have basically hired you, not the coworker, not the mentor, or not the mentee. But God was just letting me know. He was like, I am going to get the glory out of your story. So you're going to go through these emotions as if you're not doing enough or you're not doing anything. And people are going to be questioning you and asking you or telling you this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. But God says, I need you to be in relationship with me so you can be sensitive to my word so I can tell you how to move. Because if you want to live the life that I intended for you to live, it does not call you to listen to man's words, but to listen to my words and my wisdom. And it's going to be to a point where you're going to be so sensitive in even if, even when somebody speaks to you, that you're going to know that it's God. And even the times that you feel like that you don't know that it's God, you're going to be able to seek him and say, God, was this you? And he's going to reassure you and confirm it for you. So, yes, like that was definitely word from God because that definitely was not in my notes and it came out so smooth. But I just definitely want to, you know, pray that you guys stay safe. In this season, I just pray your strength and your encouragement in Christ, in his word, in, in God's word, and his wisdom, and his plan for your life. I pray that you have power to triumph over any situation that you go through this week, this weekend, with this night, whatever it may be. I pray your strength in, in the Lord. I just thank you guys. If you guys want to donate, okay, because I haven't, I forgot, I'll never say this, but if you guys want to donate because of, if you guys got a word, anytime that you get a word um, out of, 
of, you know, the podcast episode, you can definitely um, cash at me at Mariah. Will, I guess it wouldn't be an ad, it would be a dollar sign. Mariah will succeed and that's M-A-R-I-A-H-W-I-L-L. S-U-C-C-E-E-D. You can cash at me, give me a, a seed. I definitely use it wisely as well. And I'll definitely, if you have a prayer request to go with that seed, you can definitely message me um, at Mariah Will Succeed on Instagram. Or you can definitely message Saving Our Women Inc. as well on Instagram if you have any prayer requests, if you have any.